When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey there, welcome to The Tint. I'm your host, Scott Fellman, and it's time for another foray into the world of aquariums from a slightly different perspective. You know, it's always nice when uh, something you discuss resonates with members of the community. That's one of the things I've really enjoyed about doing The Tint over the years is that, you know, we'll bring up ideas sometimes over and over again. And sometimes it's just, it's timing. I don't know what it is. It's timing. It's maybe where a lot of people are mentally. Um, Maybe an idea is finally catching on. It just something hits and finally it resonates with people and discussions happen. Um, We talked about yesterday, we were talking about botanically enriched substrates. It's something that we've talked about multiple times over the last seven or eight years, but it's something that we kind of looked at a little bit differently in terms of establishing an aquarium and maybe add a little bit of a how-to and a why component to that discussion that we haven't talked about in the past. And it made me think, you know, we do ask a lot of ourselves when we accept or embrace the botanical method aquarium approach. Uh, We ask ourselves to embrace this completely different aesthetic. We ask ourselves to accept, you know, all these weird natural processes, fungal colonization, biofilm formation, decomposition of stuff. We ask ourselves to tolerate, you know, turbid tinted water, um, you know, a lot of stuff that you wouldn't normally encounter in a typical aquarium. It's a big ask, I suppose. When you start a botanical method aquarium, you set it up, though, in such a way as to create optimum conditions for a natural aquatic ecosystem to evolve. And once you set those conditions, you sort of walk away from it for a while. Yeah, there's a point when you're like, oh, I really like this hardscape. And you set in your initial botanicals, get the substrate the way you like it. And then you just sort of walk away and let it evolve for a bit. It's a jumping off sort of stage where our Initial work is done and nature takes over for a while, breaking down the botanicals, allowing that patina of fungal growth and biofilm to cover some of the surfaces. It removes that harsh, crisp, new feeling that the tank has. And I guess it's a good uh, sort of a good uh, example of Amano's concept or embracing Amano's concept of the Japanese philosophy of wabi-sabi, accepting the transient nature of things and enjoying the beauty of the changes that occur over time. It's pretty cool. And of course, once stuff starts softening or breaking down, it doesn't mean that your job as an aquarist is done or that you're just a passive observer from that point on. No, no. It means that you're now in sort of a cool phase of passively managing. And by managing, I'm emphasizing observation more than intervening. You're passively managing the aquarium. And I personally feel that this phase is the most exciting and rewarding part of the whole process, and perhaps one of the most natural. It's a phase when you interact with your aquarium on a very different level, a place where you get to play a role in the direction your tank is going without constantly interrupting the natural progression that's taking place within that little microcosm that you've created. You're allowing nature to do what it's done for eons in the wild aquatic habitats of the world, to build up an ecosystem utilizing the materials present in the local environment. It's a transformation of sorts from seemingly lifeless and barren to rich and, you know, brimming with life. And of course, 
that natural analog of this phase is when those initial rains arrive and they inundate these formerly dry habitats, flooding forests and grasslands and transforming them into aquatic habitats once again. The sort of pause between storms gives life a chance to make those adjustments necessary during the transformation. To get there, your aquarium has to go through some things, as they say. You'll need to endure some aesthetic challenges, such as turbidity, the formation of stringy biofilms and fungal growths, and the decomposition of botanical materials. If you're like me, and you utilize fine sediments in your tank as part of the substrate, one of the things you're going to need to deal with is cloudy water for a week or two or more, right off the bat. This freaks a lot of people out. As aquarium hobbyists, we've been indoctrinated to expect crystal clear water, vibrantly clean sand, crisp green plants, and lots of happy fishes as the absolute barometer of success, and we expect it early on. The idea of waiting for weeks or even months before you achieve some aesthetically different result is not only alien to most hobbyists, it seems downright antithetical to our hobby culture. Yet by enduring, by waiting, by observing and persevering as your aquarium establishes and sorts itself out naturally, you're going to end up with a result that's far more satisfying, far more pleasing, and overall more successful than you might otherwise realize, in my opinion. And yeah, it takes a certain mental strength, mental toughness to walk away from your newly set up aquarium for a while and let it do its thing, even when it's looking kind of not so good. By walking away, now I don't mean simply ignoring your tank, of course. What I mean is that you're not in there every day. You're taking a more hands-off approach and not constantly interfering as your aquarium goes through its earliest phases. You're not going to you know, get a whole lot of sympathy from fellow aquarists while your tank goes through this phase. People are going to see your tank and go, Ugh, I told you so. That's the kind of thing you're going to receive a lot of. Those I told you so type of comments or rhetorical questions and statements like, why would you do that that way anyway in the first place? You had to know this would happen, as if this is your final product, right? Vast swaths of the aquarium hobby are, I don't know, adherent to an attitude of impatience and a joiner mentality. And they're eagerly trying to recreate what they see on Instagram or whatever. They simply won't understand why you've elected to take a path that takes you through what they would describe as a self-inflicted aesthetic purgatory for some protracted period of time. They'd rather be, you know, diligently scrubbing their Ohiko stone or black mountain wood or whatever the fuck is trendy and enjoy their little sterile interpretation of nature right off the bat. Good for them. You're on a different path. You have a dramatically different goal and employ a completely different mindset. You have something that they utterly lack, whether they care to say it or not. It's called patience and a certain mental toughness. These are, I don't know, soft skills in the aquarium hobby that no one really likes to talk about other than to do the obligatory lip service thing about employing patience in some superficial manner. You know, like, oh, you need to be really patient to get your Iwagumi layout just right. Or you need to be really patient while you set in your, uh, your, your plants or whatever. You know, we're talking about deploying patience as your miniature closed aquatic ecosystem establishes itself in your aquarium. That's on a totally different level and requires real patience, not buzzword, insta-quote, ready bullshit. Do you have it? Do you want it? It's okay if you don't. Not everyone feels it's a value. I, I get that. A lot of people don't share your enthusiasm or my enthusiasm for sure for the process or a desire to go through a slower period of tank establishment. It's okay. A lot of these people will offer you, you know, fixes for your problem because that's how they see anything that deviates from the norm. It's a problem, which they so fervently adhere to. 
And then some people will outright trash you for your ignorance. It happens. I've, I've experienced this on forums for years. And when they're busy, you know, shitting on what you're doing because it's not what everyone who's successful does, I sort of think that's the time to acquire this kind of patience, don't you? If for no other reason than to demonstrate that there's more than one path to success in the hobby. And besides, you're a hell of a lot more intrigued by what nature does with natural materials than you are with the work that some other hobbyist does with them, right? Yeah, should be. Watching a display aquarium evolve and sort of find itself naturally over time is proving to me to be one of the most enjoyable discoveries I've made in the hobby in decades. By simply following established maintenance routines and practices and monitoring what's occurring in the tank as opposed to constantly trying to preempt or edit problems, I've had more stability, more growth, more success than ever before with my fishes. Accepting that there is most definitely a dance in our aquariums and becoming an active monitor instead of an active intervener has added a sort of a new and rewarding aspect to my love of the hobby. I think that it not only makes you a more engaged hobbyist, it gives you a remarkable appreciation for the long-term evolution of an aquarium and an appreciation for the natural habitats which inspire it, as well as an appreciation for the pace by which nature operates and the direction which your aquarium goes. They all sort of go hand in hand. And it all starts with an idea and a little bit of a waiting game and a belief in nature, a trust in the natural processes which have guided our planet and its life forms for eons. The appreciation of this process is a victory in and of itself, isn't it? The journey, the process, is every bit as enjoyable as the destination, I should think. It just requires a little mental toughness and patience. You've got this. Stay tough. Stay engaged. Stay creative. Stay patient. And always stay wet. Until next time, this is Scott Feldman from Tin and Aquatics. Thanks for spending part of your day with me. I look forward to seeing you on the next installment of The Tin.